Today, $70 billion of Christian's money is invested in funds that support abortions and anti-family lifestyles. We want to change that. This is FBI. Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Anthony is a financial advisor as well as an ordained minister. He'll show you how to keep God's blessings on your investments by taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. You can keep your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Here's your faith-based investing team, Tom Levine and Anthony Wright, the investment preacher. My God's not dead, he's surely alive. Hello, we're so glad you've joined us for today's edition of Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. It's been so exciting to be part of this journey with you and all of your fellow listeners. Be sure to tell your friends about this radio program, and you can learn more about us at investmentpreacher.com. And with us here today are Anthony and Aaron Wright. Guys, how are you doing today? Doing good, Tom. Doing extremely well. Doing extremely well. Glad to... Glad to be back, and I I look forward to this every single week, Tom. I count down the hours to to you and I and Aaron get on here and and talk and and help the listeners that are out there listening to us. And I want to say thank you to those of you that are listening today for being open-minded and being willing to be educated. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. What kind of response has the program generated for you guys? Well... For me, it's been incredible, and I know it's been incredible for Aaron. Uh, just last month, the month of March, uh, I mean March, the month of May, uh, we had over 1,400 people that wanted us to screen their stocks. <laughs> so if you do the math on that, you only work five days a week. <laughs> so Aaron and I have been slammed. <laughs> But it's a great thing. That's what we want. Keep it coming because that's what makes he and I get up and, and go to work every day. And, and that's that's our mission in life. And, and that's, you know, God has called us for this purpose and this appointed time. And, you know, I just so firmly believe that the right thing to do is educate God's people. And then it's up to them to make the decision. And if I had to say one thing that really has has made my my week or has made my day is, you know, in this day and time, we are in such tough times. Everything is so negative with the covid-19, with the rioting and all the negative things that are going on around our country. But this radio program and this faith-based investing message has encouraged me because the Christian people have responded so extremely well, and pastors have responded and, and have me scheduled coming to do Saturday lunch and learns at their churches, and uh, I've got one wanting to do a midweek lunch and learn. And so, you know, I just have been so encouraged and uplifted that pastors and Christians across this nation, they love God with their whole heart, soul, and body, and they want to do what's right with the money that God has blessed them with. I love that. Whether you're looking for wisdom on your retirement income, on annuities, life insurance, wealth accumulation, or just some help protecting your assets during these turbulent times, 
You're going to want to stay with us for practical answers you can use today. And later on in the program, we've got a special guest coming in who can tell you how you can use your investments and just just as if you were a big institutional investor. We're going to be uh, uh, diving into that a little bit later, and I'm really excited about that. You know, Anthony, I also saw some research um, recently that talked about how the outcomes are so different for people who are do-it-yourself investors compared to people who have a plan with a professional such as you guys are. Um, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, the numbers are just astounding. I mean, it's like a 79% increase in the people that have mm -hmm. a professional financial advisor than someone that tries to, to fly solo and do it on their own. And Aaron and I, on a daily basis, speak with people trying to do it on their own, and they're just they're just not. They might make great strides forward, but then all of a sudden, a big, huge in the market downturn happens, and it just wipes out any gain they had. And so that's where we come into play with our stop loss, our tactical active strategy that we're able to stop a lot of that and we're able to put those stop losses in place and you know tom it's not the old myth that says well if the market drops 50 percent that's okay i just have to wait for the market to come back 50 percent and then i'm all good well that's not the case if you have a hundred thousand dollars and the market drops 50 percent now you only have fifty thousand dollars if the market returns back 50%, well, folks, what's 50% of 50,000? 25,000. Mm -hmm. That means you're back to 75,000. You're still short 25,000 from where you started. You don't need a 50% return. You need a 100% return. And so a lot of times the, the individual solo guy or gal that tries to do it on their own they just don't take into consideration that it's not lose 50 and gain 50 and I'm back to even. And so from a professional stand side, from a professional side, we put stop losses in place. So we move you over to cash when the algorithms get triggered. We wait for the market to fall on down and then we buy you back in and write it back up. I mean, we are seeing some just unbelievable gains and over 18% gain uh, just this just this week on a on a portfolio that I was able to share with one of our clients that we had done them a good job and uh, he was just ecstatic that that was happening so that lets you know the difference in flying solo versus hiring a professional Aaron uh, I want to have a question for you so you know my dad was a do-it-yourselfer investor. And he invested in companies like General Electric himself. And he owned that stock and was very loyal to it. What do you have to say to people who uh, buy individual stocks versus a more diversified approach? Yeah, man, that's a great question, Tom. So obviously, I mean, it's kind of hard to argue with like you were saying, you know, if, if it's like your dad's situation and you get into a stock like that and you've been in it for so long, you know, I mean, I would have liked to you know, I've gotten in on Apple when it was in the beginning and 
you know, drawing at 10 cents a share, you know, or, or GE or whatever, right? So, so individual stock, when you've had it for that long and you bought it so low, that's a really good, you know, investment. But you got to be really careful when it comes to individual stock, because essentially what you're doing, and I'm sure you've probably heard the old saying, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. And when you buy individual stock like that, not only you're putting your eggs in one basket, but it's very risky. Because if it goes if it goes one way, you know, you're if it goes south, everything you've got's gonna go with it. And so you've got to be very careful when investing in individual stock. It's a big risk. So you wanna make sure that your portfolio it goes to what your risk tolerance is, it goes to what your age is. I certainly wouldn't recommend being, you know, hundred percent in stock if you're if you're trying to retire uh, you know, in the next few years. That's very, very risky. So it goes in line with your age, your risk tolerance, you know, what what your goals are, concerns are, you know, things like that. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. What's the role of dividends, you guys, in terms of faith-based investing? How does that come into play? Well, I mean, if if there's a stock out there that's paying good dividends um, and it's a good faith-based company and it passes our screener, then we're going to do it. Uh, we have some great dividend companies that are good Christian companies, and they pay high dividends. So, you know, it's all about being a good steward of God's money and making sure that we are in good, solid, faith-based companies and that we build algorithms around your portfolio so we don't have to worry about you losing all of your money. And that is everything to me and it should be everything to the listeners because so many financial advisors tom they are just simply buy and sit on it and they just ride the market down ride the market up and you know the bad thing about that is what happens if you're getting ready to retire when the market goes down right then you're the one that gets hurt so Yes, we do use some dividend stocks. There's nothing wrong with dividend-paying stocks as long as they're good, solid Christian companies and, and they pass the, the screener, they pass the test, then we'll do it. If people go, okay, I'm no longer going to be flying solo and uh, doing it myself, I'm going to get help. What's wrong with financial advisors who recommend investments that are suitable for clients? Well, suitable is going to get you somebody that it's just suitable and therefore they're going to sell you something. So Aaron and I are investment advisor representatives. We we sit on the, the side of, of the client, much like an attorney, and advise you, and then you make that decision. So what a suitability person would do, and, and just to give you a good analogy of, of the difference here, Let's assume that you've had a heart attack and you're in a you're in the you're in the hospital for let's say 3 days and you've had four bypass surgery. You know, you've had four bypasses. Well, all of a sudden, you know, you're going to get out of the hospital and your loved one comes in, picks you up and you're like, "Honey, I have been in this hospital for 3 days. I'm tired of of sucking beef broth and chicken <laughs> broth and I'm tired of ice chips and all this nasty cardboard flimsy chicken they're trying to shove down me. Will you please 
drive me through McDonald's on the way home so I can get a Big Mac and an order of fries and a sweet tea. Well, <laughs> as, as weird and as crazy as that sounds, most loved ones would say, sure, no problem, because it's suitable. You're hungry. You've been in the hospital for three days. You're sick of all the hospital stuff that they're giving you. And so, therefore, it is suitable, and you'll be surprised how many people do it. And But here's what happens from the fiduciary standpoint. Try to have that conversation with somebody that is a trained professional that is called your dietitian, and that dietitian is going to come and meet with you before you leave the hospital. Tell that dietitian what you just told your loved one and see what you get. You're going to get a slap on the wrist like you're a kindergartner with a ruler. <laughs> and that dietitian is going to say, no, ma'am, no, sir, that is not what you're going to get. You're going to eat a salad and you're going to have you're going to have, you know, low fat dressing and you're going to drink water. And, and they're going to tell you that, you know, limit your meat to the size of the palm of your hand. I mean. They're going to guide you from a fiduciary perspective. Now, it's up to you when you leave there. They can't control what you're going to do when they leave there. But from a fiduciary standpoint, they're going to tell you what is the right thing to do. That is what Aaron and I do. From a fiduciary perspective, we will tell you this is the right thing to do, and this is what we would do. But at the end of the day, you have to be the one willing to make the change and say, I don't want to fund abortions with my money. I don't want to form uh, same-sex marriage with my money. I don't want to fund pornography with my money. And the moment you say that, we can help you. But if you just turn your head and look the other way and say, I don't care what it's in. I'm just all about the return then there's nothing he and I can do to help you, quite honestly. So if you really seriously are interested, go to Faith Base and um, uh, Investing, my book, and read it and understand mm -hmm. it. Well, how do you do that? Go to investmentpreacher.com. Download a free copy. If you don't have time to read it right now, read it as you can. But click the link at the bottom and at least let us screen your stocks, and then we'll screen it and we'll clean it if it needs it. And I can tell you, Tom, in the 10 years that I have been in this business, I have yet to see anybody, including denominational pastors, have sent me a portfolio and it be clean. Faith-based investing begins with a decision, really, a decision to line up your faith and your moral beliefs with your investments. Where are your investment dollars going? Watch the video at investmentpreacher.com to learn more. When we come back, I'm going to ask Aaron and Anthony a question from the mailbag, and we'll set up uh, a little bit later on with our interview with our special guests. So be sure to be listening for more here on Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith-based financial advisor. Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christian's money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? 
So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly what your investments are funding. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing. You're saving and investing for the future, and that's good. While you build and save, have you ever stopped to think, where does my money actually go? Am I investing in things I don't believe in? We have answers. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Welcome back. Just 15 minutes past the hour here on today's edition of Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. I'm Tom Levine. It's great to have in studio Anthony and Aaron Wright. And you can learn more about us at investmentpreacher.com. And Aaron, I have a question or two for you. Yes, sir. Uh, so I know because we moved our family finances over to you, uh, how simple that was. It took us about 10 minutes. How has technology helped you do what you do? Yeah, that's a great question. So technology uh, has actually changed a little bit uh, due to this whole COVID situation. So technology now is more based towards, we, you know, we're open, but mainly we're going to be open through the virtual side. So it's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, conference calls and Zoom calls and things like that. So it's a little, it's a little adjusting, getting used to, uh, but it's definitely changed and very easy though, very simple to, to learn how to do. But you know, one of the things that, that I get a lot since it's now all conference call and Zoom call is, you know, people want to know, well, you know, are you the next Bernie Madoff type thing? You know, how do I know this isn't a scam? And so, you know, what I tell people is, is listen, you got to understand whether you do business with us or not, you know, the way that these people are scamming you is, you know, they're any, I tell anybody whether, you know, whether you do business or not, don't ever, ever, ever write a check to me personally. Or yeah. to to retirement specialty group personally, you know these holding companies and these financial institutions are big name companies, and so that is who your money is going to be with. That is who's going to be holding it, and that's who you make your checkout to. Fidelity is one of them. TD Ameritrade's one of them. Those are just some examples, and so that's how you know. And then another way is is that anything that you receive, it's going to be on that company's letterhead. So, you know, one way that, that, you know, they would scam people is they would print these fake, phony statements topped up on their letterhead and send it to the client saying that they've made these huge returns when, in fact, they didn't. So you got to pay attention to those flags like that. Anything you receive is going to be on TD Ameritrade's uh, letterhead or on Fidelity's letterhead. Those are just some examples. But the check will never be made out to me or to retirement specialty group. And matter of fact, it doesn't even come to us. It just goes straight to the holding company. Well, that was our experience. And I was amazed how simple it was. So thanks for unpacking that a little bit. And you'll learn more about us at investmentpreacher.com. I'm going to open this question up to both of you guys. It's from the mailbag. And Dwayne wrote this in. And it says, it seems that all the experts I hear say you should work until 70 and then start your social security. But I'm only 57 now, and I can't imagine working another 13 years. 
How important is this notion of working until 70? And then my question to you is, do people make mistakes with Social Security? They do make mistakes with Social Security. And, uh, Dwayne, thank you for writing in. And, and we encourage you to write in info at retirementspecialtygroup.com. And maybe your question will make it on the airways. But, yeah, absolutely people make mistakes. Now, the good news is, is as long as we can catch it within the first year, we can reverse it and turn it around. Now, once that first year passes, there's not really anything we can do. But as long as it happens within that 12-month segment, we can make changes. And I wouldn't be as worried. You know, each and every person we talk to is going to be different. It's going to be based on your needs. It's going to be based on your portfolio. It's going to be based on if you could... I use this analogy a lot, Tom. <clears throat> Just hold your hand up in the air and hold your and hold your fingers up and count them. You've got five fingers. Now, as my nine year old son would tell me, oh, you're Dad, right. you got you got four fingers and a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> but you got five fingers and look at the palm of your hand. The palm of your hand should represent your retirement nest egg. That little pinky over there should be your Social Security. Hmm. Social Security was never designed to be 100% of your retirement income. So that pinky should be your Social Security. So as long as you've got the ring finger there and the middle finger and the index finger and the thumb, so maybe the thumb represents a 401k. You know, your index finger represents an IRA. And then your middle finger there has a that's a brokerage account that you have. And then maybe the the ring finger is a, an IRA or a Roth IRA or something like that. So you've got different income streams pouring into your retirement. If that be the case, then I would say probably you want to try to wait to 70. But if by some chance you are in a situation where that Social Security is the only thing you have to draw on, then turn it on at 62 or as fast as you can. If you're in a situation where something has happened, like an Enron, you know, WorldCom, the company went bankrupt, and you lost your 401k, and you have to have the money, by all means, take it at 62. If it's a disability situation, your parents have have you know, you've lost them, um, uh, you know, due to death, then go ahead and take the, the, the money, the disability. If you've, if you've been diagnosed with a terminal illness, go ahead and take the 62. You know, so it really depends on each and every person's uh, goal and strategy, and, and that's what we're going to be really, really good at at helping you determine is do you turn it on at 62 do you turn it on at full retirement age, which is going to be 66 for most people? Some people it's going to be 67. Or do we go ahead and wait to 70? So the only way we're going to know that is for you to call us, reach out to us, and let us walk you through that process. Outstanding. And thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's edition of uh, Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright and Aaron Wright. Uh, tell listeners about your guys' podcast. Well, you know, a lot of times people that listen to us, they say, 
man, I wish my, I wish my wife, I wish my husband, I, I wish my father, I wish <laughs> my mother, I wish my aunt, my uncle, my friends could hear this. So, you know, you don't want to call them and say, you know, uh, you know, well, turn the radio on. We're halfway through it. And you missed the f- half first half of the show. <laughs> so if you have Pandora on your phone, if you have Spotify on your phone, if you have the podcast app on your phone, just hit the search button and type in faith-based investing and boom, right there, it just pops right up on the screen in front of you and click subscribe. Now you can have your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your Sunday school teacher, your pastor, you know, whoever you want to listen to, because as soon as the show airs, that show gets pushed to the to that podcast or to that Spotify or Pandora. So be sure you go out there and check that out and be sure that you listen to it and get it to the right people in that you want to listen to. And maybe it's your pastor at church, you know, whoever it is, uh, it's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You don't have to catch us at, at this time that you're listening to us right now. I know we've talked in the past about the fact that you do 15-minute complimentary no-obligation meetings. Are you still able to do that? We absolutely do. We absolutely do. And you can book it right there online. And just like as, as Aaron told you, it's technology is a beautiful thing. And Tom, you and your wife witnessed that firsthand. And as you said, it really shocked you how simple it is. It's really simple. You know, everything is real secure nowadays. And DocuSign... You just click on the signature and just immediately, bam, it goes right straight to TD Ameritrade or Fidelity. And uh, I like what Aaron said. It don't even come through our hands. We don't even touch it. We're just the middleman. And it just goes from Wells Fargo or Charles Schwab or Merrill Lynch or Edward Jones or whatever brokerage house you're with. It just It's just kind of... Uh, like if you would opening the gate on the farm and letting the cows go over into the other field. <laughs> we, do, we just open the gate and it goes right over to TD Ameritrade or Fidelity. And uh, so we don't ever have to touch it. And it's just technology is a really, really neat thing. That way it stays SIPC insured the whole way through. I love that. Do you think the recent pandemic and the lockdown changed the way that Americans look at their money and their possessions? I do. I think I think it definitely um, made some people take a step back and go, wait a minute, you know, what what's actually going on with my money? You know, uh, a lot of people for a while, they were riding on the upswing uh, from the big recession that we were coming off of and they made all those gains. And then, you know, we've been saying it for so long and and, you know, that, hey, the next crash is coming, the next crash is coming and we mm-hmm. didn't know when. And it finally, you know, it happened. And and I think, you know, I think it, it made people kind of take a step back and go, whoa, you know, because they saw their 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 money just drop. And so and that's where they go, man, we know what is actually going on with my money. And so I think it's actually opened people's eyes a little bit and kind of brought up some questions that that wasn't, you know, there necessarily. So now they're kind of wanting to know, well, what kind of, you know, strategy am I in? And you know, what does this mean? What kind of risk am I in? So they, they're they open to learning, and that's what we're here for is to get that knowledge out to them and, 
you need to know, I cannot stress that enough, what type of strategy you are in. Is it one of the, is it a passive, is it a buy and hold strategy that you that you saw drop 40% in, you know, this year on March 9th when the crash of 2020 happened? Uh, or is it more of a, you know, active approach that has algorithms built around it, stop losses built around it, so it would protect you and move you to cash so you don't lose that much of your portfolio? Uh, those are some of the things I think that it did, and I think that it stirred up. You know, our program is a moving train. There are always people jumping on board, and then there are other people who have to jump off and run in, uh, go get their prescription or uh, jump out and away. Talk a little bit about what faith-based investing is. You've told us some of the bad things that dirty stock funds do and where they give our investors money to. Talk about some of the good things that faith-based investing funds are doing. Yeah, you know, some of the good things they do is uh, Christian education. You know, they pay for scholarships so that people will get a good Christian education and possibly be a, a pastoral minister degree so that they can go pastor church. It it drills water wells. And, you know, here in America, we're really spoiled with good water. But there's countries around the world that people are dying because the water is so bad. And they'll drill freshwater wells that cause people to live and to thrive. And uh, sometimes it's some of these companies that we invest in, they're on the front line of curing diabetes. They're on the front line of curing heart disease. They're on the front line of, of you know, working on, toward a cure for cancer. And, and these are really good things that these companies donate and spend their money funding not the things of the world. So, you know, instead of funding Planned Parenthood or buying fetal tissue from aborted babies, they're not going to do that. They're going to go print Bibles. They're going to go drill water wells. They're going to go build universities and Christian universities to teach the truth, not to teach a, a warped view of God, but to teach the truth. You know, they're going to be on the cutting edge of helping solve diabetes and and they're they're going to help widows and orphans and they're just going to help the hopeless the hurting and the hungry mm -hmm. i mean at the end of the day that's what we're called to do as children of god and that's what the ceos and the board of directors of these companies do and tom it will surprise people that they are household names you know, Anthony, uh, it's we're coming up on our break, and so I hate to interrupt, but I did want to be sure to tell our listeners to keep listening because we're going to be going to our special guest and interview segment coming up next. If you want to learn more about us, go to investmentpreacher.com, and there you can get your free book, Faith-Based Investing from Anthony, and you can get your free download right now, so don't wait. And you can also sign up to schedule your 15-minute complimentary no-obligation meeting. Wow, this segment went fast. <laughs> it sure did. Thank that was you a good so one, man. much. And um, to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more after this. Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith-based financial advisor. Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. 
Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christians' money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly what your investments are funding. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking Scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com, and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing. Welcome to Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. I'm Tom Levine. This is portion two of the program. So glad to have you with us. You've worked hard for your money and it should work hard for you. You know, lazy money is money that's just lying around taking up space, not earning its keep, like a savings account at the bank collecting very little interest. An old 401k you keep meaning to check in on. Uh, A CD that's not earning much of anything. Well, give Anthony a call. Talk to him about that. Go online to the website at investmentpreacher.com or dial 931-RETIRED. Anthony, why don't you introduce your special guest? Absolutely. Of course, you guys have been listening to the first part of the show. You've heard my son, Aaron. Mm-hmm. He's in He's in here with me. Aaron uh, works with me and has for the past eight years. And it's always an honor to work with my son in the business. And a lot of times people ask, you know, Anthony, what's your succession plan? So uh, I turned the big 5-0 this year. And so uh, Aaron turned the big 3-0. So there you go. Now everybody knows our age. <laughs> 80 years old between the two. <laughs> so between the two of us, we're 80. And then, and then I'm not even going to tell you Jay's age. So, so, Jay, <laughs> so with Aaron and I and Tom in studio today, we have Jay Peroni. And uh, very honored to have Jay with us. Jay is on the institutional side. He doesn't work with retail clients. Uh, he is on the institutional side. You have to go through a financial advisor or an investment advisor to get to him, and which is Aaron and myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when Aaron and I take in the investments, we call up Jay and we go to Jay. He's our go-to guy and manages several hundreds of millions of dollars. And I really appreciate Jay being in here today. He is a senior portfolio manager. And uh, with that, uh, Tom, I will just kind of let you ask me or Aaron or Jay uh, whatever question you might want to ask. And maybe the three of us can kind of uh, take take each question and answer it and, and rotate maybe. Well, you know, I've actually done this. What we're talking about inviting our listeners to do my wife, Don, and I have done. And we did that about three weeks ago. We moved our investment portfolio, uh, that money, to Anthony, just you like did. we're asking our listeners to do. And I know what the biggest surprise was for me, and that was that the total thing took me about 10 total minutes. Uh, so, Jay, what would you say is the biggest surprise people have about this process? Yeah, they, they really think, you know, just deep down that their investments, you know, aren't that bad. You know, I'm just been investing each month or each year and I just put the money there and it can't be that bad, right? You know, they, the, the money has gone into mutual funds and stocks and, you know, just kind of blindly goes off. And I think the biggest shock that a lot of people realize is that a lot of companies that they don't really understand what they're supporting, a corporation that may be, uh, you know, just doing home improvement or they may just have one product or service, but that corporation is given millions and millions of dollars to 
uh, abortion type companies or they're supporting a marriage with a lot of those those dollars that they're bringing in. And a lot of people don't realize that. So what is the process of screening investments and how has technology helped you do what you do? I'll let Jay, I'll let Jay um, talk about that. Of course, from my perspective and from Aaron's perspective, you know, we screen those stocks for the anti-biblical things like how much of your portfolio is funding abortion, how much of your portfolio is funding same-sex marriage, how much of your portfolio is funding pornography. And then Jay is the one that Aaron and I go to when when we in, invest these with a big huge block of money that that Jay manages and so from his end I think Jay I think don't you use you use something I know we screen it from that side but I think you screen it from a whole nother side right the companies that we put them in yeah so the the first step is doing exactly what you do Anthony which is trying to weed out the bad apples so to speak and the way that I look in investing is there are good bad and ugly choices. And we obviously want to avoid the bad and the ugly choices, but we also want to do good with our investments. So that's the next step that I take once we weed out all the companies that don't line up with biblical values. Now we start to want to find companies that are making a positive difference in our world. They're uh, supporting uh, medicine advancements. They're coming up with technological advances. These companies are giving money to organizations that are improving our lives around us and they're making a difference in the world. And that's that second step that a lot of people miss. They screen out the the bad companies, but they don't also look for those good companies too. So you also look for the good companies, right? That's absolutely correct. It's finding those companies that our clients can be proud to own knowing, Hey, this company just found a cure for uh, cystic fibrosis and this company Mm. Uh, you know, is working on a cure for, you know, heart disease and diabetes monitoring. And there's a lot of companies out there that are making huge strides in improving the lives that we live. Oh, that's that is that is awesome right there. That's that's outstanding to for me to hear that as well, because, you know, the listeners need to understand that it is one thing to say, I don't want to fund abortion same-sex marriage pornography. Now you're hearing from the money manager himself, the senior portfolio manager that's behind the scenes that works with Aaron and I saying, hey, look, we're, we, we take the money, so to speak, as the Bible puts it, we're taking the money away from the wealth of the wicked, and we're transferring that into the hands of companies that are life-changing. They're, they're coming up with a cure for cystic fibrosis or cure for, you know, helping people with diabetes or heart Mm -hmm. issues. I mean, that is what makes Jay and Aaron and I get up out of bed and go to work every day. And and Mm -hmm. Tom, you know, thank you for the platform to be on this radio station looking for people out there that want to do the right thing and, and be accountable to God for their stewardship of the money that he has so graciously entrusted them with and uh, that, that call us and say, hey, yes, screen my stocks and then not only screen them, but get us into these good companies that, that do stuff like that. So a lot of what we're talking about is really the philanthropy of large 
and medium-sized and small companies that you can invest in. Philanthropy like giving, charity, and some of the giving that happens is absolutely against Christian principles with so many of these companies. Talk about the good charity that the good companies are doing. Yeah, a lot of the companies that we support, too, are, are supporting ministries and organizations that are helping to bring clean water. You know, that, that's mm-hmm. something that we as Americans take for granted. But there's so many diseases and deaths that occur because people don't have access to clean water. So the, the organizations and companies we support, some of them are funding and giving money to help bring clean water to parts of the world that don't have it. Uh, other organizations we support are printing Bibles and translating them into different languages so that people can learn about God's Word all over the world. And then other organizations are fighting for uh, marriage between one man and one woman. They're fighting that battle and making sure that in their states and their representatives and, and the corporate dollars that they have are going to support traditional marriage. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright and Aaron Wright and our special guest today, Jay Peroni. Uh, Jay, so what do you say to the person who goes, this all sounds great, thank you so much, but I, what kind of returns am I really going to get? Well, what I've found is that you know when you screen, there are still thousands of companies. So if you took, let's say, 20,000 publicly traded companies, there may be you know, five, 10% of those that fail the screens that uh, don't make it through, you know, because they violate uh, biblical principles. Mm -hmm. But that still leaves us with thousands of choices. So you don't have to sacrifice returns doing faith-based investing. You can get great returns and feel good about where you're investing. So um, do, do people these days even know where they're investing? And how does Proverbs 27, 23 through 27 fit into this? That's, that's where we're told we should know well the condition of our flocks. You know, Tom, I, I know we're coming up on a quick break here, and mm-hmm. I see them motioning for us that I think we're down to about a minute here. But I just want to reiterate something here that I did a review just, just this past week of a faith-based client that just since... March of this year, when that big dip happened, he right now when I did his review this past week, he is he is already up eighteen point three eight percent. Wow! <laughs> and 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 that is an actual client that I did a review with this past week, and that is what you get when you work with Aaron and I, and it's because of good people like Jay Peroni that manages and that screens these good companies to put the money in the right place. So folks, don't hesitate. Jump out there on investmentpreacher.com. Download a free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing. If you don't want to have time to read the book, you don't want to download the book, just click on I Want My Stock Screener Now and we'll get those stocks screened for you. We're going to take a very quick break, and we'll be back with our final segment. And be sure to be listening for it. I think you're going to appreciate what we have to say. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony and Aaron Wright and our special guest, Jay Peroni. It's not enough to simply save for retirement. It's important to invest in positive fund options that God can bless. That's why we're here. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. 
Hello and welcome to Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. I'm Tom Levine and Aaron's with us. Aaron, what's going on today? Oh, brother, blessed and highly favored. How about you? <laughs> Amen, me too. <laughs> Excited to be here, brother. So uh, you had a question for Jay, so I thought that was a great idea. Why don't you uh, pose yeah, that Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I get a lot of questions as far as on the faith-based investing side. You know, it's a popular question, and I kind of want to ask you, Jay, you know, yeah, what, sure. is some of the, what are some of the, you know, the things that you as a money manager do? You know, we were talking in, in another segment earlier about the returns. So what is it that, that, you, that you do as a money manager to, you know, protect the client's money, but also help them get good returns when the market swings back? Yeah, so we do a lot of not only moral analysis to make sure that the companies line up with Christian values and are improving the world. We also have to look at the financial side of things, and that's where we're doing a lot of research, looking at the financial health of the companies that we're investing in, what type of earnings do they have? Are the companies attractively valued? We look at the risk level of each company that we're selecting. And then we also want to make sure that the price is trending in the right direction. And the markets, as we know, are choppy. There's nothing guaranteed about the markets. The stock market goes up, it goes down. But we utilize a lot of tools that help us analyze each and every position so that if it starts heading in the wrong direction, we can either say, hey, we're going to get out of this company right now, or B, maybe it's something market-related. The company's going to eventually bounce back. We don't want to cut the cord too quickly. Or we may find a better idea. We're going to move out of one company that's no longer meeting our objectives, and we're going to move it into something else, or maybe even to cash when we don't see enough opportunities. So we're protecting our clients' money by being very tactical and strategic, and we have a number of financial tools that we utilize to not only look at the moral side, but more importantly, uh, also make sure that those moral investments are working toward their financial future and growing those assets. Yeah, that's that's awesome. that's, that's that's a fantastic answer, Jay. And one, I, I want to follow Aaron's question with something too. Can can you talk with the listeners a, a little bit about uh, different different sectors? And I know a lot of times uh, the average person that that listens is probably don't understand that term but mm -hmm. can you kind of mm -hmm. talk a little bit about the you know sector sector yeah. waiting yeah. if waiting if you would mm -hmm. yeah sure yeah i mean if you just think about our economy the world economy and the united states economy and you look out your window or when you're driving down the road you see uh energy companies maybe at a gas station you see uh financial companies banks and credit unions and insurance companies then you you see technology companies, you use computers and networks and uh, the cloud and all these crazy things, healthcare, uh, industrial stocks that are making uh, manufacturing things. So there's various sectors of the economy. And uh, this year, a uh, couple that have been doing really well are healthcare companies with the whole coronavirus, COVID-19. And then uh, a lot of people are staying at home and working from home and needing technology. So those sectors have been doing very well this year. Other sectors like energy and industrials and even some of the consumer or retail stocks have, have had a little bit difficulty in this environment. So we analyze not only the big picture, but we're going to drill in and look at the individual sectors for our clients' portfolios to make sure they're not overexposed or underexposed to various 
sectors of the economy. That's that's good. And and what what about risk management? Can you talk a little bit about the risk management side of this thing? Yeah, we have a whole portfolio team that essentially looks at the risk reward of every investment. And as I mentioned earlier, when we see periods of high risk, we're going to, you know, where the markets are very risky, we're going to dial down and start becoming more defensive. So Hmm. our team is specializing in making sure that we're controlling the risk. We can't control the markets, of course, but we can control how we invest and the way we approach it. There are times where you want to put the pedal to the metal. It looks like uh, things are moving really well, like they were last year and uh, earlier this year. And then there are times where you see warning signs where things start to get more difficult and you want to put your foot on the brake, slow down, have some cash on the sidelines and uh, be ready for when the markets bottom. You can start to put that money back to work. And uh, we found that that approach helps us to not time the market, per se, but knowing when to be. Uh, more aggressive and when to be more defensive. And then and then talk a little bit about, I, I realize we're down to about four minutes here, but in the next four minutes, talk a little bit about the stop loss protection on the, on the downside. Yeah, good. Yeah, so what we do is we analyze, a lot of people will use general numbers. You know, if the stock goes down 10%, I'm going to have a stop loss and get out there, or 20%. What we do that's a little unique and different from a lot of companies is we're going to look at the historical fluctuation of each company that we have, and we're going to set downside protection for each position that we own. So some of our more aggressive positions may fluctuate more than others, uh, and some of the more conservative clients you know, may only want a a 6 or 8% fluctuation. So we're going to set specific parameters around each and every position. And we're going to get out, you know, when it hits our maximum loss threshold. That's awesome. That's outstanding. Yeah, go ahead, Tom. Were you going to say something? Oh, I just wanted to uh, make sure that people understood that uh, they can reach out to Jay, they can reach out to you. uh, And, you know, they can do that by going to investmentpreacher.com or picking up the telephone and calling 931-RETIRED. And this is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright and our special guest, Jay Peroni. I did want to just ask you about your book, Jay, and uh, are there ways that people can follow you? Yeah, they can find the book. It's still on Amazon. It was written back in uh, 2008 and nine when I started my faith-based journey. Uh, I've got uh, two books, one called Faith-Based Millionaire, which uh, looks at 12 key principles as a faith-based investor. And then uh, I went and wrote a book, a second book on faith-based investing called The Faith-Based Investor. And uh, that was really more specifically about investing and how you screen and a number of different uh, ways to look at investing. So you can go to Amazon.com for those books. And uh, you can certainly find me by contacting Anthony. Uh, we do a lot of the investing for his clients. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's you know probably the best way to get in touch with us. Very good. So I also wanted to just find out from you, uh, we talked about what's great about faith-based investing. What is your favorite aspect of what you do here? And and what, not to be negative, but what's the hardest part of your work on behalf of uh, our family's clients, our Christian families who are engaging in faith-based investing? I would say the the greatest thing that uh, gives me joy is just getting up every day, knowing that I'm glorifying God and what I'm doing. You know, I go to 
uh, work every day. We have prayer. We have uh, Bible studies. And uh, we spend a lot of time just really, uh, you know, looking at the world from the way that a Christian should, that Christian worldview. So I really enjoy that. Kind of the, the, the most disturbing part is just really the, the culture that we're in right now. And just, yeah. uh, you know, companies that used to screen okay, they, they turn an angle. You know, they turn a, a different corner and start to go in a different direction. And that's very disheartening that, uh, you know, companies are just being influenced by society. And instead of standing for what they believe, they're being swayed by our society. So that can be frustrating. I'm sure... You know, as Christians, we see it on the news every day, and it's no different with corporations. Well, Jay, thank you so much for for being on the program with with me and with Aaron and with Tom. And, you know, folks, I just total transparency. Jay is the one I go to on the institutional side that manages the money and puts it in good companies. And I just wanted to have him on and, and let you guys meet him and introduce him. And he is a fantastic man of God, and he is a fantastic money manager. And um, he's the one that we go to. He's our go-to guy there. So thank you, Jay, for being on here with us. And, folks, if you want to get your stock screened, just go to investmentpreacher.com. If you want to do the download the free book, have at it. It's right there in front of you. If you just want to get the screener to find out what you're in, just click that link or give us a call at 931-RETIRED, and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you very much, Anthony. And if you want to send Anthony an email or Aaron, you can do that at info at retirementspecialtygroup.com. Go to the website, investmentpreacher.com. Tell a friend about our radio outreach and be sure to join us next week at this same time. Thanks for listening to Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. This is FBI, Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Do you know where your investment dollars are going? Anthony's team will screen your current investment portfolio. You can always count on receiving the three C's. Anthony's plan for you is customized, comprehensive, and complimentary. Anthony is a financial advisor and an ordained minister. He'll show you how to build an investment plan God can bless. Applying proven scriptural investment principles. Keeping your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Invest with confidence and be equally yoked. God's not dead, he's surely alive. To get your free faith-based investing book from Anthony downloaded free, go online to investmentpreacher.com. Just like it sounds, that's investmentpreacher.com for your free book. Or call 931-RETIRED. Tell a friend and listen next week for Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright, the investment preacher.